The first ever live show extravaganza from BuddyCon 2022. Woo! Yes, Motor oh, yeah. City Con happening. What's up? I'm your host, Ben Pinchback, and with me tonight are four of my best buddies, some business partners, and some overall great guys. We got it all today. As always, we have Matt Riddle. What's up? You know, I'm sitting I'm sitting across from the best nurse ever. And it's really exciting today That's, to be understanding. It says so on my coffee cup. <laughs> best nurse ever. You know what's weird, Adam? Speaking of, you know, I'm so happy to have a couple other folks joining us today. What's weird, though, is even though we're not a food podcast, there are plates of food sitting right in the middle of our podcast. Shocker. Not a food podcast. Super strange. And they look delicious, by the way. We're a podcast about board gaming and our board gaming company in particular. Fair. Motor City Game Works. And that voice you're hearing is the Reverend Dr. Adam Hill. Good to hear you all again. But more importantly, we have a celebrity in the house. More importantly. some More importantly than the Reverend Dr. Adam Hill. We have a celebrity in the house, someone who our listeners have been dying for us to have on the show for years. Literally. The Fleeples verified number one fan, Mr. Chris Mosley. <laughs> Chris, what's up? Wow, thank you very much for having me. It's this is like a dream come true. It is. It's a moment. It's, <laughs> it's the thing. It, it's, it's like the when thing you I've finally been... get that hug from your dad, like yep. the yes. I'm proud of you hug. He got married this year, and this is so the best things ever happened to him. That's right. I'm to having be a on moment. our podcast, that's got to kind of be <laughs> yeah. a thing for you, right? It took all four of us just to drag him into the room. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done yet? And that last voice, also from North Carolina, the geek all-star himself, the one who actually coined the phrase, the Fleeples, Dr. Dan Patrice. Hey, boys. Yes. I, I am uh, so happy to be here that I, I can't even tell you. I was, I was telling Matt earlier that uh, the, the problem, not only is it bad when I'm leaving, so I'm going to be depressed when I leave, I have nothing to look forward to. Like, I've been looking forward to coming to see you guys for six months. When I leave, I have nothing to look forward to. It's a long to. haul. you got some holidays <laughs> and whatever, but it's a lot of work, a lot of so obligations. you got Thanksgiving, yeah. you got Christmas. I know. Those got... things are great, but it's not, not yeah, you guys. Family's like, fine and all. But it's not board games. Right. <laughs> Plus, honestly, like, we all come out of Christmas, and it's just... It's a slog it's after a slog. Christmas. Yeah. Like, January, February, March. We, so, we're doing Unpub this year. So we'll have that to look forward to at least. But So Dan, I called you doctor. And it's a little known fact because you don't really flaunt your credentials on your podcast in, in public. But as a day job, you are a pharmacist. Yes, sir. And we were just talking the other day. It's kind of weird that pharmacists get a PharmD. They're a doctor. But mm-hmm. I don't know any pharmacists that go around by doctor. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Usually you only see it in like hospitals or people that go, like when, when the doc's going rounds. Like you'll have, uh, you may have a medical doctor. You may have like a, an oncologist going on rounds with you. And, and then you'll have a pharmacist. And then usually those, you know, everybody will be like, doctor, 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 doctor. 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 It's like some yeah. kind of fletch, you know, you yeah. know, something like that. So it's funny, as, as hard a time as we give you when you're, you know, we're playing games, we gang up on you for fun, all these things. It's like you're generally probably the smartest one in the room at any given time. Well, yeah. and, and it's funny that you say that because like, I think the same thing at uh, like when I play softball with a bunch of these guys, yeah. they just look at you just like another idiot. And then they'll be like, uh, oh, uh, you know, I was on a turnpike the other day. You know what a turnpike is? Like, dude, I'm a pharmacist. I know what a turnpike is. <laughs> What's, What's always funny is I imagine like <laughs> you and a doctor and another doctor and then like a chiropractor. You all introduce yourselves and he says, doctor, you're like, no, <laughs> not you. 
I see you guys do that. I don't actually know. Yeah. Well, like, and it's funny. So you'll call, uh, sometimes I'll call like a doctor's office or something like that. And um, when, when something comes through to work, you don't know if somebody is uh, like, because people that prescribe are sometimes either PAs or mm-hmm. nurse practitioners yep, right. and things like that. And I'll, and you just automatically out of respect would be like, uh, oh, hey, Dr. Riddle. And then sometimes they'll just go with it no matter what. Yeah. Or they'll just say, I'm not a doctor. They'll yeah. just say it to you. I'm not a doctor. Like, and then with, with us, like you said, like it's the opposite. People just assume you're not a doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but are there rankings? Are there rankings? Like do the brain surgeons, like everyone knows they're real doctors. Yeah. And then like, you know, there's like your your local family well, like you tell me Adam is a well, is a on, doctor of divinity yeah. <laughs> yes right we're right. low I haven't gotten to us yet. Uh, so you got you got your uh, normal like physician your internists or internal medicine people and then you've got like dermatologists and then you've got like chiropractors and then there's doctors of divinity and like other like a doctor in English hey you're you know, well like, ahead of honorary doctor though yeah That's oh yeah true. that one doesn't you count you better believe that yes. that one doesn't count well and, and, uh, and lawyer, lawyers are doctors too oh jurist doctors yep yes. yeah no, yeah no so they're, they're like doctors. That's yes a good you, point. you got to go a couple miles down the road before you get to lawyers as the doctors yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my wife Rebecca is getting her doctorate in business and on her laptop she's got the sticker that says not that kind of doctor yeah, anyway, it's kind of funny. That's pretty oh, I love it. Yeah. So for those wondering, and I don't know how you'd be wondering how you found our podcast if yeah, you don't know who point. we are, but Motor City Gameworks is a tabletop board game publisher. We are located in suburban metro Detroit. We're on our second Kickstarter fulfillment of Motor City. Matt, there's yeah. not a ton of news, but fill us in. So we funded yeah. in March. This is our second game. We did Three Sisters last year, yep. Motor Cities this year. Sitting on the dock still? Is it that is, where we're yeah. At? I think probably the same as last month, give or take. Except for actually, no, we were done producing now. So we have fully produced games boxed into cases of six. With ready, all of the dice correct. With all of the correct dice inside. And they're ready to get on a boat. Thank that, you, What's Games. They did an awesome they job. Did. Yeah, Let's our, give our some credit where awesome credit's due. They did a really nice 100%. job with that screw up. And we, we paid for it, but not yeah. as much as I thought we would, honestly. Legit. Like, it was not free. <laughs> no. But it wasn't, like, ridiculous. Like, it didn't break us either. It was, it was a, you know lesson learned but someone had an awesome couple days when they brought him in and they were like okay here's what your job is for the next (laughs) couple days you see that pile of like eight thousand games we're gonna need you to take this red die put it in all of each one of them gets one and the one that's in it go ahead and take that out what do i do with them don't care just put them in a bag for right now don't confuse those two bags So, so how did that conversation go um hey uh matt you know you know what i did or I kind of didn't do, or so here honestly. So it was, it, it came not from us. Like we would have shipped the game and never known. But our Italian partners, well, we would have caught it when we got the physical copy. But we hadn't got the physical copy yet because ours went to Oxford, England, instead of Oxford. True story. Instead of Oxford, Michigan, um, just because they fell the off second the, best known Oxford, right? Yeah, in the world. It, it went to the worst Oxford. You know what? By the way, Oxford, Michigan used to have a sign. It was like Sister, Sister City, City of Oxford, of Oxford England. England. They're like, they're like, yeah. Oxford is like, oh. no, you're not. Yeah, I think but, Oxford, uh, England found out about the sign and <laughs> make it just take it down. <laughs> Set like a cease and desist. <laughs> is that a true story? Uh, no, 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 we just made that part. Oh, the right, sign right. is real. The right, sign right. was real. They did not I think get a cease and desist. We were never officially a sister of anything. Uh, we do not have a Rhodes Scholar <laughs> level program. Uh, either way, fine town we live in. But um, it's a very nice town, by the way. I yeah, actually, it is. It is. We're close enough. But so the uh, the Italians got the copy first, and they were playing it, and said everything looks great. And the next day, he's like, "Oh my gosh!" And he sent me uh, a couple emails, and he took pictures, and said, "We realized while playing that the audit die 
matches the rest of the dice. You know, because all the, the custom dice in the box, the, the black, gray, uh, blue, have one of each symbol plus a couple other things. The audio is supposed to have a reroll symbol on a blank side. And we had gotten a dice um, white copy, which is where they send you like a white version of the box with all the white papers and cards and whatever else in the box. But you do get the actual bits, and we just didn't see it. You know, because it's one of those things we look at it a million times and just, you know. But it's fixed now. Games but are ready to go. The point is, yeah. So we had to have the conversation. We called the factory. They said, understood. It's going to cost this much. We're going to remake the dice. And that costs that much. And then you're going to, to Adam's point, pay some lovely What's Games employee to have a real bad couple of days. <laughs> I don't know. And, put some headphones in and swap a die about yeah, I mean, 6,000 times. It's right. not a bad day. You open a box. Open it. You know, so they did it for us. And now we're ready to go. All that to say, uh, the games are literally on a dock. So the next step is... Getting onto a boat. Uh, full I'm on disclo- a boat. On a boat. I'm on a boat. So the next, full disclosure, the UK has a, there's, we had to switch fulf- uh, fulfillment companies midstream because our intended Belgium fulfillment company for the EU went on, closed the, closed the doors. Just said, we're, we're out. We're done. So we're going to the UK now and that's created a paperwork issue <laughs> where we have to get VAT registered for the UK. That takes like two months. We can't actually import to the UK without it. So we have to like do this game where we, how long do we wait for the VAT paperwork to come through before we start shipping. Because we don't want to wait the full two months, because then you're two more months or six weeks before you get the games across. So we'll figure all that out. But all that to say, pretty solidly January. Still, Yeah, no matter what we do, we just land in January. Yeah, we're staring at, we're going to fulfill in January again. So we did so much work to try to get Motor City out quicker. And we did until we didn't. And now it's January, just like Three Sisters, which is fine. Yeah, it is what it is. Now, we've seen some more proofs on French Quarter Art. Adam? You've seen the cards that come through. It's looking pretty good, They're buddy. Looking great. Yeah. I mean, great. Yeah. Our, uh, and the score sheets. They the score look, sheets look fantastic. Marley's, Marley's is amazing. Marley's, as usual. killed it. Uh, graphic design team is doing fantastic work. Um, really loving the whole like the whole color scheme, the whole everything. It's just so New Orleans. Yeah. Bright, too. Uh, really bright. And it's, and it's just been an adventure to kind of find exactly the right elements and what we wanted to highlight in our game. About New Orleans, <laughs> and it's uh, it's come out let's, really nice. Let's just go it there a little great. bit. Let's go there a little bit. This is our podcast. It I got to do a little poll because there was a little disagreement among the three of us about what certain things represent to Uh-oh. certain people. Correct, there was, and we don't want to highlight things that we think are inappropriate in our game. And you know, so I'm just going to ask the two of you, Chris Mosley, Dan Patrice, when you think of New Orleans and beads, does anything come to mind? Boobs. Exactly. Mostly 100%. What would you say? What 100%. Would you say? Oh. Go oh, ahead. I yep. was going to say Mardi Gras. Yeah. Any, okay. Just in general. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Well, that's Chris one vote. That's one vote for Matt. A saint. <laughs> one vote for the rest of us. Have you met me? So, I, we, to Ben's point, our very brief argument that I lost was that maybe our collective 40 something year old maleness. Has an over association with, but I, but no, that's right. fair too. That we is also absolutely fair. do not, right? But I, that's a good point. Yeah, so I was arguing that it's possible <laughs> Wait, that Adam was... just goes, You're absolutely wrong, but that's a good point. Yes. No, <laughs> right, that's, but but to your point, I don't think that I don't think boobs, boobs, beads makes beads automatically inappropriate. Boobs are and still fair, inappropriate, and that's fair, yeah. So that, that was the discussion. That we was had. Matt's point. Yes, right. it was like, do right. we? And so, you know, how strong is that correlation? It's sort of really. like we understand that if you make a game about the French Quarter, you're, you're making a game that has to do with Mardi Gras on a, at a certain level. Yeah. Right. And if you ask me to name the things associated with Mardi Gras, I'm beads is going to be pretty high up top, right? Regardless of what they're associated with. 
But at the same time, it's, but are there other things Correct. that are associated with Mardi Gras that don't carry with it? Correct. You know, association. an association to something that families may not want, you right. know, in something their that game. We didn't or, a disrespect, right. or a disrespectful thing. Yeah. Or yeah. But if you're playing that with a family, nobody's going to, like, if you don't automatically know, no, like a kid is not going to just say. Uh, agreed. That this is it, true. To add, which is really the conversation that we had, right? right. That's, what I, that's why I opened the conversation. But to their point, which was correct. We had alternatives that were equivalent. So basically, really what it was, was there was some card decor. And there was like some banners. And the banners could have been beads, banners, ribbons, etc. The initial design from the graphic design company was, was beads. And it was beautiful. The card looked great. We said, well, can they be something else? And we went with banners. Yeah, they the look end. great. They look great too. So it was even... The argument was about how strong the association actually is. But then it right. was really just a matter of, it doesn't matter. Even if there's a small association, we'd rather just stay away from that. That's mm. all. So that's French Quarter. Yeah. Couldn't be more excited. I mean, you have to say this when you make games. So yeah. I'm I'm more excited about this than maybe any other project. I just think it's gonna kill. So it's what's interesting is watching you know, BJ and them play it on the live. Yeah, B- it was a lot, BJ board game and gumbo and, was yep. just so great. So what's interesting, you know, I know no one's played it, so I'm not gonna get deep into it. But it's probably it's a little less say combo tastic than Fleet Dice or Three Sisters or Motor City. But the trade-off is there's a physical puzzle that's missing from those games in a good way, and it's a little bit more accessible. And it has a lot of good feelings of kind of building, you know, you build up towards something, and your powers get better, and you're, you get better at the game as the game goes on. And it's something that's, I think, going to separate itself a little bit from and, our and other at, titles. And at the same time, is not as complex a game or a yeah, decision space 100%. as Motor City. Right. So for people who are playing Motor City and they're thinking, boy, these are just getting chunkier and right. chunkier and chunkier and I don't know if I can hand okay it's a step down in complexity yes but that accessibility level makes it a ton of fun for everyone who plays it and thematic accessibility as well I do yeah. think I love Motor City we didn't want to go farther than that we were like hey let's go Motor City plus 20% we're like eh then we would have made Twilight Rolling Rider over the week which we'll talk about, we'll talk about later um, we didn't do that to that we did not want to we weren't going to continue down a path of more complexity so French Court is a nice Reset that still fits within our brand, fits right. within our, our weight class, but at the lower end of the weight class instead of the upper end of the weight class. Yeah, I still haven't. I I was expecting it to try and get it play in, but I still haven't played played that one. We got some time. Yeah, if you want do. to. Yeah. So I have a question about Motor City. Yeah. Yes. The the company. Uh, yes. What's the? I know you have the combo thing logo mm-hmm. thing on your boxes. The loaded. Yeah, loaded, that one. Rolling right. Yeah, that one. Is that that's the brand? Basically, it's the line. Of the games. line. Oh, it's the is... line of games. Yeah. Okay. So, like in Board Game Geek, Matt submitted and it got approved. A family. That it's called a family of games. Yep. So okay. All of our games now, when you click on that family, it'll list them all out. Oh, that's right. kind of sweet. All of the ones yeah. that are the loaded rolling rights. And once you have it, you have to have at least three to create a family. But they let me backfill Fleet Dice, even though it's not a Motor City game. So technically, Fleet Dice is number one. Three Sisters is number two. Motor City is number three. We're also going to try to get Durango in there because it deserves to be a loaded roll right because it is, but it's also not a Motor City game. So it, we'll have, have we announced that publisher? Or is it still secret? It's still secret. So the secret European publisher yep. that's doing Durango, we'd like that to be loaded. We'd love four. them to get that little icon on the box. We haven't approached that yet because they're still pretty far away from that. But then you know, French Quarter will be in there, and then Durango will be in there, and we'll you know. We had this thought years ago, watching basically watching Michael Coe and Scott Alms do their thing with Tiny Epic. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott's a great designer and I, I love most of his games, not all, but most, but his tiny Epic games go crazy and some of his other games go well, but not every game he releases does amazing just cause it's Scott. 
So I had this theory years ago that the general public follows publishers, some designers, some, but the real thing that they'll come back for time and time again is a series of games. Once you get them on the hook for Tiny Epic, they're coming back every time for right. the Tiny Epic. So that's the, that's kind of the loaded roll and write thing. Right. Is when people we want reviewers saying those words. It's the next loaded roll and write because they say, "Oh, I know I like these Euro games. These these dudes yeah. do." So even if it comes out with a different publisher, oh, it's the next loaded roll and write. Right. Boom. There's when association have, with when you have a couple of them. Well, I'll try the next one. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. and part of that too is you know I mean Durango obviously is out of our control. They may right. charge more, but are keeping us in that. $30 price range is to keep at a point where you can you know, feel like you're not making a unwieldy investment to have it. Even if you're not sure about the game, taking a risk because you like one of the other ones, you want, you like the family of games, 30 bucks, I'll take a chance on it. So yeah, that's the perfect, that's the perfect price point. It's just like, Oh, I love this one. Yeah. I love this one. Ah, it's 30 bucks. Exactly. Right. I'll go for it. So Dan, most of our listeners probably are familiar with the geek all stars podcast. They're familiar with your work, but let me give you a couple minutes um, a little origin story here. You know, what made you start the Geek All-Stars podcast, what, probably 10, 12 years ago, probably mm-hmm. at this point? It's, uh, yeah, 12, yeah. almost So 12 give years. us maybe three or four minutes. Give us your little origin story on, you know, you've always been a gamer, but then you found the game store in your local town. You realize there's Catan and all this more. And then at some point, you started a podcast, and then we all cross paths or whatever. So so I was going to regular game nights at the, the Gamers Armory in, in Cary, and I was just... Just that's in North Carolina. For yep, those North Carolina, Cary, North Carolina. We were we just I just loved going to games, and I had uh, my buddy Paul, who uh, was just my one of my best friends since uh, pharmacy school. And then I worked nights at the time. I was uh, again pharmacist overnight, and I worked seven on seven off. The technician that was kind of the main technician answered all phones at night and everything. His name was Todd, and every night, and he was on my shift. So uh, every night we would just be talking all night long. It was always about movies board games and he was he kind of was very very new to board games he wasn't really into there into board games and he was almost like dismissive of board games and then we had like a game night at paul's house and i i really wish i could remember i i did one of the usual where it was like stone age and all of a sudden it was like oh my god i love gaming for him and he just blew his mind like everybody else like he just Something took off, and then so every- you've been going to the game store for what years at this point? Like when did like, you start going to the years. nerd probably store? About two like, years. I'm trying to think. Me and Matt kind of became full fledged board game nerds in like 2010, uh, eight, eight, nine, ten, kind of. Yeah, we started. Like off- you found it pretty early in there. So like it was early it was probably 2000s. around that same time. I'm trying okay. to remember like what the big games were. So it was probably Puerto Rico. Well, I'm, Agricola, yeah. um, Power Grid, those were like one, two, when and three. When did like Dominant Species come out? Do you remember when that right one? Right around there. So it was right around there. So I think that was one of the. Believe it or not, like when I was getting back into gaming, like the first game. That was one of Ben's favorites. It's my yeah. number one euro of all but, time. Yeah. But when you when somebody is new to a game store, you don't say, "What well, you want to sit down and play this? Let's play uh, Dominant Species. Species." I'm like, oh, "I'll play whatever." And the guy's like, "Dominant Species, boom! Here's like the one of the biggest complex." And luckily, I loved it. And it just happened to be something I love. Yeah. And then I was kind of, again, hooked into that D- Dominion was pretty hot when we got, because yes, that was one of our first. That was first, a big one. We did, you know, we tell the story all the time, so I won't, I won't retell, but we did Catan for a couple of years. Like before, two years of nothing but Catan. Right, before Ben found BGG, really. And it was. <laughs> it was a buddy at work that yeah. were friends of, you know. Yep. And, and, Porter, and Dominion was pretty brand new then. for that so rock. I'll give you three sheep for that rock. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you four sheep for that rock. You can just turn four sheep into a rock on your own. Yeah. I'll give you five sheep for that rock. <laughs> it's not my turn. Can't turn in, so yeah. It's, 
and so, I'll and I'll give it to you for future considerations. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Pulled that in Bohanza <laughs> yesterday. So so to 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 wrap it all up into the, the so long the story three short, guys from work talking right. So movies, the, uh, talking me and Todd that night, it, every night was basically like a Seinfeld episode because it was yeah. just a whole lot of us just talking about geek stuff. And then one night, I remember it was like a Memorial Day weekend. One night, me, Paul, and Todd were on the uh, back deck, and I'm like. We should really just do a podcast. This is just this should be a podcast. We should be recording this. Yes, and then we did. And and the the original format was uh, when I hosted, we would rotate host. When I hosted, it was about games. When Paul hosted, it was more about like tech and geeky stuff. Really. And then when Todd hosted, it was about movies because Todd had directed his own movie. Wow. And it was like an indie, and but it was great. So we would and we rotated that for a while. And then uh, that's when kind of we had Kirkman was like our first big guest. Mm -hmm. How many episodes in did you get in that format that I host, you host, you host? Did you get 20, 30 episodes in? About that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was about 20, 30 episodes. So uh, about 30 episodes in or so, like probably about a good year. Todd actually, and this is going to sound really dumb. Todd went to Antarctica. Yeah. (laughs) That doesn't sound dumb. That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. No, he, like just no, you can't just move there. That's like, what I was thinking. No, no, no. Like, so I was he, like, okay, that sounds dumb. He wa- the only way reason. I could get it to dumb was if he was residing. <laughs> yes. So he wanted to, um, he, he just wanted to work there because there's McMurdo Station and you got to like, unless you're something big scientist wise, if you want to go there, you got to start off at the ground floor. So he literally was like cleaning toilets and doing things. Is and, that at the South Pole? Yes. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's actually kind of it's it's adjacent. It's South Pole adjacent, but yeah, you can yes. actually go to the South Pole. Yes. Um, so then he he wanted to be a technician if you don't down mind there. The harrowing journey across glaciers <laughs> with a hundred yards like, is a harrowing journey. Yeah. In Antarctica. Of, like, oh yeah, and you have to do. And, yeah. and everybody down there has to do like an overnight, not at the station. So you're doing like you're digging out like into the glacier putting up your little tent and, and it's kind of part of survival training. He was telling me you had to do this one and then you just sleep in the ice. But so, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So uh, he wanted to be a technician down there. So he's a pharmacy technician. He wanted to be a pharmacy technician down there. And believe it or not, there's probably only one of them and they do a billion other things and they're paid well. And if you get that job, you're not leaving it. So you got to basically work your way up to it. So he did. He went down there. And you're only allowed to be down there for like six months at a time is like the way the rule is. Because uh, I don't know if it's you get burned out or your body just can't handle it. I believe it's it. too depressing. Yeah. I've read a lot no. about Antarctica. Yeah, no, you're right. A lot of uh, a lot of life on Antarctica. Like this is a fascinating read, by the way. If you read Explorers and then all kinds of things. The race to the South Pole. And then you just read people who have like made the voyages and just lived on the glaciers. I, I believe the actual reason is depression. Yeah, I believe it. And then so he uh, basically he just kind of like he went down there, fell in love, moved somewhere. I mean, great guy, fell in love just and he was gone for like eight months or whatever. Mm. And then he just never moved back because he was kind of like, I don't say he's a loner, but he was a single guy doing whatever he wants. Wait, so he leaving did, out the single most important part about his trip to Antarctica that he brought fleet with him. Yes. So he, he brought did. he was so you're only allowed to bring like like two bags with you or like something like that. So he had to like take the bo- everything out of boxes and every game was in like a gallon baggie and he made sure to bring fleet down there. Yep. Uh, so great. To All right. Rhythm. Time out. Mostly. Do you have a game that was played no. at the South no. Pole, Adam? I want to know how Mosley's number one fan. And not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe Mosley took our game to the North Pole. We'll give him a minute. There's no <laughs> land. That would just be the middle of the ocean. <laughs> And then Paul Paul got married. His first marriage moved to Seattle. Uh, interestingly enough, Todd now lives in Seattle, and Paul is back in Cary. But then they both left, and I was kind of like scrambling to be like, 
well, what do I do? And then I kind of filled some air, did some reviews with some other people. And then I just, I was like, hey, Kirkman, let's just Did you know him from the game store? Kirkman? Yeah. No, I just knew him from going to a couple little mini cons in the area. And just, I just one day... Asked him on the show because he was a local publisher guy. No way. I just knew he was local. And I'm like, hey, you want to come over and play? And for whatever reason, he was looking for people to play uh, Viva Viva Java. Java. Yeah. So I invited him over. We played Viva Java, did a show, and the rest is history. He's now my co-host for uh, 200 episodes. Mayor Kirkman. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. the mayor. That is wild because our first convention, Matt and I, was right after Fleet had just kickstarted. That's our first, if you're new to the the Fleeples, before we had Motor City Gameworks, we published a bunch of games with other publishers. And yep. Fleet was our very, very first one. Back in 2011, it kickstarted mm-hmm. and actually, for the time, had a really big Kickstarter for the time of like, what, 20 grand? 30 grand. Or, 30 grand, grand was like 300 grand these days. It was like days. top it was 10. Massive. Absolutely. It was, yeah. top 10, it was a top 10 board game Kickstarter ever at the time. Value at the time, yep. So then we, yeah, we mm-hmm. went to uh, Origins and we saw Kirkman yep. and all these cool Dice Hate Me looking crew around with their shirts on and yep. they were uh, doing Viva Java and whatever and that's kind of how we met y'all. Yep. Mosley, how did you get tied up with this guy in North Carolina and that whole crew? How did they drag you in? So I think one of the guys from work brought a game maybe it was risk 2210 and we played it after work one day and i was like this was pretty fun <laughs> and uh I, I started looking online to see what was out there and somehow i stumbled upon the geek all-stars podcast and started must listening have been in to a it. deep search cycle no if back then there was like upon... there was like five of us there was like five yeah. podcasts oh, as back far then. as gaming podcasts yes. yeah, yeah you were like one of the first none. yeah 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 so so I started listening to them, not not knowing that they were from from my area. And I listened to an episode. There was the one where the big lightning strike happened. Have you guys ever listened to that episode? I, I, don't, I don't think, think so. so. So we were at uh, Adam O'Brien's house, one of our buddies, Adam O'Brien's. I Adam. We're, we're recording, and I kid you not, you know where Adam's tree is right there? Yeah. Lightning struck a tree that close in the middle of recording. It struck no a tree probably about 20 feet out of the... And it was the loudest thing Mm -hmm. and i left it in the recording that's amazing i was told like a million times people were like i was driving at an airport and i thought a plane crashed it was it's it's jarring i mean it's legitimately jarring how bad it was yeah so so at that point i they they were talking about the area they were where you were and all that kind of thing so i was like they're right here in my backyard where can i find these people and then and then you did your one of your gamers for cure event for cures events. And I was like, well, that's the guy. So I'm going to sign up for this. And so I just walked up. That's was awesome. it signed did, up for it? But did we meet at that's that board awesome. game thing for the first time? No, or was no. that gamers for cures? It was gamers for cures. And that's the 24 hour marathon, Dan. Yep. And it's uh, 30 seconds on that. So I just uh, my daughter has Turner syndrome. So I wanted I and I knew back then everybody was doing like this extra life, and they were playing like wow for 24 hours. Everybody's doing doing that. Nobody was doing it for a board game. I was like. You know, board gamers want excuses to game. Yeah. So what if I did a charity event and I'm like, and, and at the time I was like, well, maybe I'll have to have it at my work. There'd be like five guys to do it or something. Because like I work overnight at the time and I was like, man, we'll figure out a place to do it. And then it just, it just kind of took off where we did a 24-hour board game marathon for Turner Syndrome and for Gamers for Cures. And, uh, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, we, you know, now that we're in this day and age, next year, if we actually do it again, we're trying to think of maybe doing it over like a weekend because nobody really wants to purposely stay up for 24 hours anymore because <laughs> we're just old and everything. It happened. Uh, we met you like 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. That makes us all old now. Very right? old now. And, and uh, to Chris's point, uh, again, 
when we met like 10 years ago is it or more it was it's a different time so i get a message i think the first time that i remember mosley was i get a like a random geek mail and he's like hey uh, uh i'm in the area you want to do lunch and i was like eh. so <laughs> we went to like a pub in downtown apex on our lunch break and just had a burger and uh and now is like my best friend <laughs> all right so here i just want to that love the story but just really quickly Dan, I love that you have now just confirmed that you did as much editing on your podcast back then as you, as you do now. Yes, yeah, the exact which same is amount. Lightning struck a tree so loud that people will think there's a, tr- a plane that has crashed. Ah, I'll leave it. Dude, in. Eric Handler almost died on his show, and they left it in the show. That or was, was that Chris's show? That was Chris's show. Yeah, yeah. But when no, he passed out under the table and the whole thump thump. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with Eric? Yeah, all in the show. Well, well but you know how it is. I mean, so. So you guys know it is like uh, you guys almost vomited from Vegemite, and you're like, "That was too good." I did vomit. Yes. So like you know, the first thing you say after lightning strikes outside and you didn't die, you're like, "Oh, we're leaving that in." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, fellas, BuddyCon 2022. We normally don't do just a games rundown. There's plenty of other podcasts that do, um, you know, the hot games out there. So we like to tackle hardcore issues like Australian snack food and the like on on this podcast. In a couple of weeks. What are you doing? He's already already in. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm in a podcast. What are you talking about? This is not a food podcast. Why are you already eating? We've not started that part. There There was an extra one of these. I'd like to remind you guys, this is not a food podcast. Well, there's yeah, a, not a food not. podcast. There were six of them. There's only five of us. Well, there's not six of them anymore. No, there's five. They're right about. Yeah, but there's eight of the other thing. Can I have right. one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so wait, if you want to run down a buddy con, I'm sure uh, in a few weeks, I'm sure I'll have at least one or two or three of you guys on right. the Geek All Stars. We'll do a little bit. We'll do a little bit. What? I've made posters and signs and everything. It's not buddy con. It's Motor City Con. It, it, it is Motor City Con. <laughs> All right, it has a yeah. name. There's an official name. I'm just yeah. saying I've put in the time and effort. Not well, it could be like the minor Fleeple Con, too. With that. It, was a, to, it was a good poster. Not to be confused with Motor City Comic Con, which is a totally different thing. That's a thing? That's it a is. different set yeah, of words. One. Totally. So I want to talk about Twilight Inscription, but I want to do that later because okay. we, we make loaded rolling rights. So yep. for those new to the show, I don't know how you'd be new to the show at this point. We make uh, roll and write games. It is pretty good. We make roll and write games that are like full Euro strategy mm-hmm. games. A couple score sheets, whatever. And uh, before me and Matt made Fleet the Dice game, which was our first one, before Adam came in and did Motor City with us, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of the roll and writes were, were simpler. They were like little single sheet puzzles, basically. Ganshan Clever wasn't even out yet. Like actually. Quicks. Quicks, that type of thing. Um, so we did two sheets. We were brave enough to have two score sheets. True. It turned everything on its head. So then like now every good Euro roll and write like Dinosaur Island, Hadrian's Wall, they all have two sheets. But Twilight Inscription... Are you eating again? No. I know, you totally are. <laughs> that was mostly. He totally... He, it was mostly. He's going to finish them all off before we even get to that part. That's right. nutty buddy in your hand. I know. It's actually on his shirt. <laughs> it's in his hand. I have my hand out to try to protect Adam's table. <laughs> It's working. <laughs> yeah. There's peanut butter mashed into the... You know, that should be the next shirt we have is Riddle's Gonna Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> All that to say, Twilight Inscription looked at our two sheets and was like, nah. Nah, man. We want four. <laughs> but really, we want four eight and a half by 11. I know. Exactly. We want eight sheets. Yes. It, it is. It's four bigger sheets right. than our sheets. And each yeah. section, Basically, each sheet has two sections. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. It's I would like argue eight sheets. Well, let's just let's just go right into it then. Okay. It's basically eight sheets to our two sheets if right. you're really getting into it. 
their dry erase, which I don't love because I don't love it. And then that marker they give you is like a paint pen. Yeah. yeah. But if it wasn't dry erased, you know how heavy that would be with <laughs> yeah. 16 tablets? Oh, that game this would weigh 70 like, pounds. Yeah. Like Hadrian's Wall is a pretty small box and weighs a ton. Yeah, shipping and that one way, cost a little bit. But I think it took me, And it's got a ton of wood in there, too, for Hadrian's yeah. Wall. I think it took me 10 minutes to clear my sheets. Because you had to like get the elbow grease into the, yeah. to the sheets to get that dry erase off. We're always super nice when people are like, why don't you do dry erase? Because it sucks. Because I hate it. <laughs> That's why if I don't do dry erase. If you're still listening and you're it. wondering, why do none of your games have dry yeah. erase? Because I hate it. I do, too. It, it's an and interesting because our company and we hate it. Right. So Those laminate like, your own sheets. That's the answer once and for all. I'm indifferent about it. Yeah. And they're obviously not. And so it kind of yeah. works. It kind of works. So Their it's decision like, carries. It's like a different grease dry erase than it is. Because it, it is. even says, and I, think, I don't know if you guys were still here when, when I was reading about it. It said something like, you have to let it dry. Don't try to erase it right yeah. away. You yeah. have to let it dry. Do not look directly at Happy Fun Ball. <laughs> Happy Fun Ball sticks to certain types of skin. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, it's interesting. I don't know. Again, you even if you had oh, the yeah. opportunity to make it a uh, do not taunt <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight description pens. That's right. Wait, what was the game uh, that Halstead always did that with the uh, the card game, the oh, Impulse? Do not taunt, do not impulse. taunt the Impulse. <laughs> that game was so bad. You were saying, Dan. Um, Twilight description. All right, here's my um, why you think of that. My description of it is it's not really like our games at all. It's as if someone, and I said this the other night, it's like somebody took um, Ganshan Clever and made it 10 times as big and put a theme on it. Because it really is just no, like fair. a bunch of different mini games mm-hmm. and they kind of relate to each other because you'll get something here that goes down there. But it's really not like our Euro-y combo games. Yeah, like different. Our games really <laughs> sing on, I do a thing here which unlocks a free action, which gives me an action there, which gives me an action there, and then like different ways to, to you know accomplish a goal. This is more like cool mini games that right. you unlock. I mean, is that I, fair? I feel like if you, but if I you like, would have done combo like with, four, with four sheets, it would be too much. Because right now, I mean, how many times during, during the game did I say, the on the active sheet like so yes. they they kind of cut that down a little bit by making and the you, active sheet you thing. coached and like kind of guided us through the whole game too you almost need that like yes. a table yeah. general yeah. I mean, to get combos, through that game combos on four sheets would be too much but combos it, there's on combo like, like you said i think I mean, like but four sheets is not too much i think riddle said combo or two and a half or, sheets. Or, or, yeah there's Holy a lot fine. going on man there's like i like that you just said well combos on four sheets would be too much maybe four sheets is too much. too much. Like, right. and, we're, and we're multiple sheet people. I like the game, but it is six minute abs. It's yes. totally yes. six minute one, abs. It's so one too much. I would say what I like about it is they took. I'm not a Twilight. I'm not a Twilight Imperium guy. I played it once. That's uh, once too many for me. But I played it. I I'm just to, shocked that you played it once. We way back. It was I like, made him. I made yeah. Him oh, ben, nice. Ben owns it. Works yeah, some work buddies. I haven't pitched to them that I want us to travel to North Carolina and do the whole like tape through and, thing. And do oh, what we do. I would love. I would to do be that. In that. We owe, the, we do owe Dan a trip from the confession. Yes, the confession. so great. Still Kirkman's, but I'm in. I'll do that. But um, yeah, write it down. That said, was Mosley in one of those about. games? No, no, I asked no, him today. No, we were talking about no, it. No, no. We were talking about it, but he he didn't get in on it. Will you be in the game if we're down? No. North? If no, if they're here, <laughs> actually, I think that would be good because if we had you three and then us and Kirkman, and you know, maybe we could find two others to make it a full eight and just yeah, make it completely it, miserable. We make it as long as possible. <laughs> right. All day. When I'm so, actually, six, Ti four. It really needs two more people. Yeah. To be honest, Ti four is nowhere near as. Uh, a slog. Oh, it's only six hours long. Yes. Got it. Okay. It would know. be only about six hours long. Excellent. But actually, if we did us six, it probably wouldn't be too bad. 
I'll take your word for it. But with but confession what, cam and all that, it'll be eight to yeah, ten hours. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? That's never happening. But it, it's a great idea. But it's never happening. But I would love it to happen. But I don't. I mean, we that's you, a we hard trip. thing. We owe you. We we need to come down and see you for sure. Yeah, absolutely. That said, we could always do Motor City Con in North Carolina next year. We could. We'll pick yeah, a weekend here. Because I want to be clear, it's not named after the city. It's named after Motor City Gameworks. Boom. Correct. Motor City yes. Gameworks Con, but that's too long. Motor so City Con. Right. I thought that, that, we would have to, we would probably have to kick out because uh, my house isn't nearly as big as Adam's house. Got we'd it. probably have to kick out Mosley's family and let you guys stay over there. Cool. And then I would just right. go over there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's we'll figure that out. Yeah. So to finish my point though, what I appreciated about the game was to Ben's point, it is very much mini games. You know, you get a symbol here, he's a symbol there, and it's a little bit of you don't boss back and forth because of the active sheet thing. It does a nice job of containing. I get some stuff. I'm going to spend it later over here, and that, and that works very very well. But it's really the thematic part. Like even though they're you know, these awesome pieces of art are just a couple of different powers, but the fact that you have, you know, these special characters that give you powers, and there's a pile of them, and then you have that event deck that sort of controls and drives the game, is what separates it from just being a four-sheet guy, not clever. Because even though, you know, thematic is relative, right? Like, you don't feel like you're doing space battles. They do a nice job, though. It's, the first thing everybody's yeah. going to do is the explore navigation area, which unlocks some yep. planets to go do your thing and then once you've unlocked a planet it's just a little grid puzzle but yep. you had to unlock that planet through the explore so yep. it does feel like and unlocking the, the planet gives you some industry right because you're mm-hmm. generating resources in the industry and then that allows you to build the ship so you can fight your neighbors like it it's very well done like they did a really good job of making it all fit together it feels 4xy you know without being you know like over the top right. and then the characters in the sheets are they're just fun you know I, i'm not a huge event deck person but there's this very controlled it's not like this time, those two half you're gonna lose ten things. Like there's nothing crazy in there. Yeah, you know it's a very controlled. And, and Dan, you played it solo progress. too. Yep. What do you do with the voting? Is there just like a dummy amount of votes you have to get over? No. Well, so um, when you each round, you're rolling dice, just like the regular game in the solo game. And there's uh, the other side of that Mechatol Rex sheet. There's a uh, a solo sheet where. Uh, when certain things come out, you're going up tracks. And if you go up to certain tracks, they're getting either more warfare or they're getting more votes. And then once the votes do come, you know exactly what you need to beat. And if you have enough, you can beat it. Uh, because what they do in the game is that uh, you have to have two different events. So when you're voting in a game, you're just voting for, you may have a sheet, uh, a card that has two really bad events and that you're voting on. Uh, in the solo game is one's good, one's always good and one's always bad. So... The uh, and I'm pretty sure the AI is always going for the bad one, so you just have to beat that vote. So the same thing with warfare, like you know what you yeah. know what you're going to beat. Yeah, right on. So that's Twilight Inscription, um, the heaviest Euroe roll and write that that we've played that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I think so. It's, I mean, Hadrian's Wall is heavy, but I, Twilight Inscription for my money oh, is it's, the it's, heaviest. No, that, you got to get down to the uh, for lack of a better word, the semantics of the word heavy. It's the biggest, most rules intensive. Because I felt like, although the I like Hadrian's space, Wall, but Hadrian's Wall felt like work, whereas Twilight Inscription felt more. Fun. I actually do think Hadrian's Wall might have taken longer to explain. It might have actually. I yeah. think the rules explanation might take longer because of that right hand sheet on Hadrian's Wall. There's yeah. so many mm-hmm. different things happening where Twilight Inscription's relative. Relatively straightforward. And actually, my decision-making process, I knew exactly what I was going to do most turns. Yeah. When he said, hey, it's a, a strategy turn. Here's your dice. I'm like, well, I know exactly which of the four sheets I'm going to and what I'm going to be filling I, If in. anything, Ben and I were kind of talking about this throughout the course of the game. It, it was just a little long. right? A lot of roll and writes like Fleet, Dice, Frankly, and Hadrian's Wall, etc. 
They cut you off just as you're getting to that point where we you feel like you're to. about to cruise. We try to cut you off right before you're just doing everything you want right. to do. Right. Yes. That game felt like the last couple of rounds was like you, I was doing everything. Yeah. And that's and, interesting that because I felt that I didn't feel that way in solo, but I felt that way last night. It was yeah. like, wow, this really is a little bit longer because you don't take any of those cards out. It's just a matter of when they come out yeah. as you set up that deck. And I was, I even kind of, you know, I mean, I'm sitting next to Ben, so I'm kind of watching his sheet and I'm just catching him. <laughs> you know, he still, he still like beat me. Two hours. But he was well ahead. And then the last like 35 minutes, I just, he'd kind of stalled out. He was still doing things and I was catching him, but I'm like, I don't feel like I was deserving it at that point. Like it was just, the game should have about ended. Mm-hmm. Like it's 25 rounds, 20 probably feels like is where I would have yeah, wanted to end. That's, but that's nitpicking. I mean, yeah, I wonder, it's still a good game. I wonder why the designers chose to do that, to lengthen that game. Like, you're as a designer, you're trying to tighten it. I would, I would imagine you're trying to tighten something. So, in like Twilight a, Imperium, yeah. the game can just spontaneously end. But in Twilight Inscription, it's only it would have only been basically one round shorter because yeah. it there was the one card where it's like, hey, it's not ending now, but it's going to end soon. Right. And it was really only one more card. So, yeah. if we even if we cut out that one strategy card before the war, it still would have felt a little long. I would say to answer your question, Chris, in my opinion, it, it, it's. Easier said than done is an easy answer, but it's because you're. It's the push and pull is you want to like build a sweet engine and then you want to feel the the strength of your engine. But if you go for too long, then it's like okay, you've done everything. So finding that spot to cut off is difficult. Yeah, Chris, I don't know. They must have played some games and had players with an entire sheet they haven't really touched and thought that was a problem. In our games, we usually just that's like a feature. Oh, if I didn't do this thing, I still scored pretty good. Next time, I'm going to try the thing I didn't try. Right. Like it's almost replayability to end the game early and let people try the other button pushes exactly. the next time. Yeah, right. I, I felt like it's there was a point in the game that was well before the ending. I had leaned into one of the quarters and I had finished it essentially. Yeah, yeah. and yep. I think you had that same thing with the population. Yeah, yeah. I had the population maxed out, and I had the the explore quarter that completely explored and then the game kept going and going and going and even worse the game gave this weird event where then everyone else got a bunch of free explore fill-ins and it made you feel bad like not like a bad person but like it's a bad feeling as a gamer you even mentioned at the time man i busted my hump yeah to get all that stuff done and then this event just gave you guys like five free fill-ins on there that doesn't feel very good Yeah. yeah so my because I played so many of your games, I knew I had to sac- I thought I had to sacrifice something, yeah, to max out something, but I realized I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't, I don't think that's the best feeling. But I, I agree. had, but I had I saved up all game for that last vote, so that I knew something was probably coming that I either really didn't want or really wanted. So I, I had like fourteen votes to to jump up to dump on that, and and then though Joe was like. You know, yeah. I vote against Dan with three, and I looked over, he had like 12 votes undone. <laughs> and he's like, Oh man, that was the last vote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have oh, a that's saved a good point all too. these votes yeah. I couldn't yeah. use. But so that was the one game that I was most excited to play this Me weekend. Too. Me too. Uh, you, you said you owned it, and I'm like, Oh, we got to play that. Especially, you know, not just because I want to play it, but with our publishing company, like we have to play the biggest rolling right out yep. there. And yep. I'm really glad we did. It had some really cool things it did. Um, but. I'll go around. Adam, is there a game you were most excited to get in this weekend that you got to the table that you saw played? Bring it on. Um, there were several that I really... I mean, you played a game for like four and a half hours last night. Well, we played like three other games and went to dinner. But I don't th- know if that's the one. That- <laughs> had Thai food, Kirk two games, played them. All while you played a singular game. That must have been an yeah. awesome must game. Must have been a great game. Uh, Merchants of the Dark Road. 
I really like it. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I enjoyed that, and I got to play with a few people who hadn't played before, and so that was fun. Had you played it before? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of that rule book. Yeah. At all. And so, like, you know, if I think, you know, it could use some attention because it it doesn't exactly tell you how to play how the to game. Play. Okay. Yeah, that's the way I'd describe it. Yeah. It doesn't tell you how to play. Um, to quote Chris Mosley, so what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, probably, though, I don't know. There were several that we got to play that I wanted to play. Um, I especially, I really enjoyed uh, Foundations of Rome. Yeah, that's the uh, one with Crowther the... brought that over, and it looked like it was a box of diapers because that box was so big. Yes, like yes. It, it's it exactly huge. the size it yep. was. Was the big box of diapers? It's like yeah. the size five diapers. When like you, you bought yeah. diapers at Costco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's you know, true. and and he comes in with this box, and I was like, "Oh, you brought four games," and he was like, "Nope, just the one." And he needed a hand truck to bring the box in. Right. right. Uh, his back was hurting. It is the size of that square backpack that people carry around Gen it's Con just with so all the euros that slide in. Around. Yeah, yep. it's the exact size of the foundations like, of the Rome it's box. It's such a huge box, and the thing is. Whenever you see a box like that, whenever I've seen a box like that, I'm thinking, this is so much content that this has to be thousands of hours of play, you know, because uh, it's Gloomhaven size kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it's, it's a 45 ha- minute it's, game. It's half of a Gloomhaven box. Look, listen, we cannot disparage the disparage the, the, the good name of the Gloomhaven box, is, uh, but no, I'm kidding. So, But hey, I'm just saying, yeah. I was ready for this to be like... We're not even going to use half the pieces because right. those are on the second expansion. Nope. We used most all of it, and it was about 45 In minutes 45 to an hour. 45 minutes. And yeah. I really liked it, though. I thought, you know, it's Emerson Matsucci, and I thought it had really good decision space. They kept He's, it really uh, elegant. Century Spice Road, Golem, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so kind of it Is narrowed it simple down. like that? Like yeah. Like a yeah. system that you works? You can do yeah, one simple. of three things. You can, you know, you can take income. Uh, you can buy a location on the map, or you can place a building. And those are the three things you can do. And it's super easy decision space, but it's fun because the mm-hmm. map fills in. And then all of a sudden, some buildings interact with each other for scoring and for generating income. And it's it was a blast. And so I, and I, and you I guys used the expansion? You used the, 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 the blackboard buildings? Use those? Did, they didn't, we didn't. Did we, did not. We, we did, did not. not. Oh, okay. Um, but we used almost all of it. But, but it, was, it was super fun. Uh, and I thought to myself, you know, it's way overproduced and i that's okay i love it like i'm okay with that and i was like let's this might be a game that i would be even willing to own like even though the box is obnoxiously large i'm going for that version let me tell you what well obviously if they had a 40 dollars version out of cardboard then i'm in version no uh no not that i found i thought there was a tile there's not a tile version of that if there i'm i'm interested there Um, should be but if there's not I did find the one for now four hundred and sixty dollars, oh. and I was like, "Nah, no thanks. I'm I'll just play Kevin's." So I liked it a lot less than you, a lot less. I thought it was just fine, and I mean, well, that's no surprise. I know, but even for me, I thought generally it was... things in life, Matt likes a lot less than me. <laughs> but even in general, I thought it was a very fine game. And I don't want to be clear. I mean, like people, <laughs> Matt likes a lot less it's, than me. Listen, social I... media. Matt likes a yeah, lot of questions. Buy Twitter. Everyone but, uh, else is like, here's where you'll find me. And Matt's like, send me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Buy snail mail. Pigeon. Go buy some stamps. Uh, I'm old. But uh, that said, it was, it was, it was, I, I think it actually could be very successful at like a $40 price point. It's because it's very, I don't want to say kingdom buildery, but it's that way to game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think it's a game that's accessible. And 
I, I was actually complimenting it in the sense that it is incredibly simple. You know, and it, it reminded me of a choir. I know you didn't get to play it, Ben, but like you're buying yes. spots like a choir. Like I'm going to have A6. That's mine now. And you have to like build out spaces so you can put your tiles down. A lot like a choir. Yeah. So but unfortunately, like I, you can't trade for the other spaces. No trading. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no, yeah. It's, love it's, that game. We yep. didn't get a chance to play that this weekend. Next no. time. This one's straight up. You're just buying stuff. So it, 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 I liked it probably less, obviously less than that, but I still thought it was good. But it doesn't. And it, that was it, Foundations of foundations Rome. Of Rome. It, just, so, it needs to be 40 bucks. It's got a ton of minis, but it really mm-hmm. could just be cardboard right. shapes. It's just, it would just saying. be tiles. Well, it's it perfect because it says, uh, so how do I play this game? Here's the three things you can do. Go. Yeah. And that's that says right. a lot about It could about be simpler. Yeah. yeah. So it literally just needed to be chip money. And, and that was a Kickstarter tiles. thing that Kevin had done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, they obviously yeah. planned on it being yes. that crazy because like, there's a million awesome minis. I think there might be... I mean, this is without getting too deep into it. There might be a little runaway leader in like population thing, potentially. We only played but, one but, game. Right. We only played so one game. Yeah. So I'm not going to like pass judgment. Yeah. I actually liked it uh, quite a bit more than, than Riddle. And Riddle won, if I'm correct. I did. And I finished way in last. And I probably liked yeah. it better than Riddle did. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. Again... I didn't like it three hundred dollars worth. Sure, that's but, my point. Right, is that I think it, it's a game that's accessible enough that it could have a pretty big audience in that you know forty dollars accessible audience game market, but whatever. So I think it means you're next, Dan. What was your uh... what's the thing you're most excited to play, Dan? That you got on the table. This so weekend? I didn't really come with anything. Else. I just knew that uh, that Adam had a lot of the heavy euros that have come out lately. That All I the really, heavy euros. Yeah, that have I come really out wanted in the play. last five years. So. Um, do you have? Uh, I don't forget. I'll yes, ask you. He has it. <laughs> well, I was probably because I thought I saw you guys playing Bitoku, or is that what it called? Bitoku. We were not playing that. I thought. Uh, so, again, I had that in my mind. It was like games like that have come out like in the last six months that were just heavy like that. Um, so I was very happy to play Tekenyu because yeah. I had wanted to play Tekenyu. Um, That's the one with the big with the obelisk, obelisk yeah, donger thing in the center. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, that was another game where two of us had fun and the other two did not have fun. Uh, Adam spanked I us had around a ton a of fun. Yes, he had. <laughs> so it was he, Adam, you, what Joe, and was it Joe? No, no it was Mosley. Oh, Mosley. Mosley and Kevin. Kevin, okay. Oh, we had fun. Oh, you had fun? Yes. Did you have a respectable score though? I you did not have you, a respectable score because no, I did not. So at if you added Adam game, and Kevin, it would still game, didn't get we to. Were Adam. I mean, up points and and Mosley and uh, Crowther both had not done very well. They hadn't enjoyed the game as much. Uh, they felt very stymied and very unable to do the things they wanted to do. And Dan and Dan announces his score, and it's his first time playing. And it's I think it was something in the high 70s or no, something. No, it was 97. 97, okay. It was almost 100. It was so great. And I was like, good. oh, that's a really respectable score. After I had already taken two <laughs> other people's scores and not commented that those were respectable. <laughs> this, is, this is how my brain works. I was like, I'll pay a compliment to Dan. And implicitly put down my other two friends. And like Dan just punched Mosley right in the face. Y'all, yeah. walk, yeah, y'all walked into what we call the hill buzzsaw, by the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and hill, so he, let me explain the hill buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. It is, oh, yeah, let's play this game. It's a three hour plus experience that I'm already completely optimized at because mm-hmm. I've played it multiple times, have my strategy pre planned pre-planned out, know exactly how to get points, and you're going to spend an hour just figuring out how to move pieces around yeah, and, and go. And he told me, in my defense. I know, and he told me, me before the game started he's like i've got this card i've won i'm gonna do my thing and i'm gonna win and you have no chance <laughs> i told you that no adam yeah, yeah. told me yeah yes and he I, didn't sacrifice he the up. card or give it away no. here's no, no. the deal 
Here's the that thing. Sounds he like did the thing. My wife does this every time. And I he don't keeps win this stats game. as if he's the like professional, you know, as if Look, like I a don't pro win. board game association is going to come call. I don't win most of the time. I, my wife wins. Like we're not giving out D1 scholarships based on these stats here, buddy. You know, one time uh, I am. Adam actually played Coop in basketball when he was three and he won 100 to zero and he didn't hold back. <laughs> Recorded it and posted it online. Not I at love all. You, man. Not at all. He's got to get stronger. He's like, here's how you play Coop. Slam, just like blocking him stuff. Better luck next time. wagging in his face. Exactly. Do you like the way that felt? Yeah. Dad, was that a respectable score? No. No. Does it look respectable to you? Is that shot good? Does it look good? Anyway, I, okay, so Kelly usually wins when we play. Well, she is not afraid. She's like you, Ben. She's a point hound. She can sniff out where to get points faster than I can, usually by a turn or so. She's really good. And then she is not afraid once she's, once you give her a task, she will press the button all game long, doing the one thing that she thinks is optimal. I will tend to explore the game space. I try to do a little bit of everything. Well, this game, I decided not to do that. They gave me a card that said, play your statues there for more points. And I was like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm just I'm just going to play my statues there. So I did. Turns out that is a way more optimal way to play, and I beat my best score by like 40. <laughs> I, I had a card that said, just play statues. If Adam didn't play them already and, and got all the resources so you can play great. statues. And you were it one step behind them yeah. the whole time. And, and poor, poor Crowther and, and Mosley, if you added their scores together, they still didn't beat Adam. <laughs> Yeah, we heard. It's crazy. That, was, uh, that felt great. To Kenyu. To Kenyu. To Kenyu. Yeah. What, what about you, Mosley? I mean, that was my favorite, but I guess I'll pick another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Were y'all aware of that one coming in to Kenya that was like, I no, got to play that no, game? There, there no, there was nothing that I real. I was just happy to just sit here and play games for two days. You know, I just, yeah. I didn't care what we played. I didn't know how much I wanted to play that game. Yeah. Coming in. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, I mean, I love it. Is that your wheelhouse? Do you like, like the Italians, you know, those I've, three hour type euros? I, is I that by play- them? The crew? Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't, I didn't, I hadn't played that one or the other T game. Taya Tawakin. Yeah, that one. I'm sorry. I hadn't played that one either. Taya Tawakin, that one. But yeah, those types of games I generally like. And I, after shaking off the unhappiness of that game, right. <laughs> I, in retrospect, I, I enjoyed the experience. Got it. I mean, it, yes. was nice, it was nice giving Adam all these things, the whole game. The whole game. <laughs> every, <laughs> time I, every time I... I Every, t- every turn I had, I was giving Adam something. Yes. Literally. And that's what made it fun uh, for everyone, I yeah, thought. Yes, for everyone. Uh, and so, like, no, but my card, in addition to giving me too many points for doing a thing that was already going to be the best decision, it also made me lean into a style of play where I got stuff from everyone's turn every play, and it was rad. So They didn't get it when I played. There must have been these scoring phases where Adam was getting like 10, 15, 20 a lot because Kevin Crowther spent the rest of the weekend walking by and just randomly going, and Kevin scores three. No, no, that was uh, Kevin Purple scores, scores three. No, it was Purple scores Purple three, three, and, and that was because three. that was uh, what happened to Kevin, I think it was. And when it, yeah. Was that the same game? Purple same scores game. three. And so Adam had already scored like 15 points each time, and it was like Purple scores three. Yeah. So, it's like, so, so Adam Kevin, gets 15, and, purple, and, which is Kevin gets three. Yes. Purple yeah. gets three. Purple yeah. gets three. Which is demoralizing. So you know, he chose the way he played. That's right. So Mostly. I'm going to yeah. go with Brian Boru. Oh, yeah. Oh, excellent. I did game. not get to yeah. play it. Take it away. It. I wanted to. Yeah. So, again, I, I didn't realize that I wanted to play it when I, when I came here this weekend. But 
uh, Adam put it on the table and he started talking about it and I saw the map and I saw these discs that I've, I assumed we were going to put out on the map and battle and I mean it looked like an area control game and it is an area control game but then he said this is a trick taking game and I was like what I think uh, several of us did that yes none of us were or some of us weren't expecting it but turns out it is a, tr- a variation of a trick taking game that's an area control game right and it was real elegant game excellent. space yep. excellent. like decision space in that game is so smooth it's because awesome. if you win the trick, you get to do the winning action. And if you lose the trick, you choose from the two losing actions on your card. Yeah. And so sometimes you're not even trying to win because you want to do the thing that's on the bottom of your card, where if you lost, you get to do it. And so you don't even try. And then there's these wild cards. And so you think you've got it sewn up. And then someone throws in a wild card that's a little bit higher than yours. And you're like, I hate this. <laughs> but it's so good. And the, and the game state, and there's enough of the stuff going on that it's not just area control. You've got these marriage... Uh, cards that you can you can form these political alliances through marriage. You got to fight off the Viking invaders. You've got to build monasteries that make your locations worth more. Like there's enough going on. It's just a super super game fun space. Yeah. Like yeah. I love it. Who owned too. that one? Oh, Adam owns it. So you can teach it to me another time. Yeah. I can. Awesome. Because I really wanted to play that one and didn't get to. When I, we choose to play real games. That's right. And Which is few and far between, unfortunately, because life. But yeah, yep. we'll get there. Got to play the crew. That was awesome. It was I wasn't expecting to love crew. it because I don't like co-op. That was a great yeah. experience. But co-op trick-taking where you can't talk to each other. Yep. And Dan is like looking at us like, can I say this? And Matt must like three or four times. Yes. Matt's like, no, Dan, you can't say That's this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it clearly says the only communication is you may do right. this disc here one time per round. No, Listen, no, no, my, no, my no. version. I'm not going to give anything away. It's just all I have is the four. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> How do I say all I have is the four? Yeah. My no. version of hell is uh, not being able to talk yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is what it is. Clearly. I'm going to share information, but what happens if I just have the seven green. Like, I mean, that's not damn, the one I'm sharing. Right. No, but well, like, I, just if I did. In my know. defense on that one, I just couldn't remember if you were allowed to say, I thought it was just you could just say your highest of one or lowest of one. Oh, that was I the best. didn't real and, and it's funny because I didn't realize you could so only say you only have and this. You put the chip in the of, middle. Of yeah, middle. This is my and then, only green. Meanwhile, right after I said this is my highest of it, Riddle goes, this is my only. And for whatever reason, my brain just stopped after I said it. Yeah. And then Riddle said it, and then it was just so it was a comedy of errors on my part. It just it was the deep sea adventure version. Just yes. for those listening that had played them, and it's uh it's fantastic. To Ben's point, like it I is. had played the original crew with like Emma and my mom, I think, and my dad, and it went pretty well. We played actually my niece too, Eva, but we played like a couple of nights and got to like level twelve or whatever. I think we pounded out like what ten levels. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it was it's it's they're just good. They're just fun games. So yeah, it's trick taking, but you each have these micro goals. There's a couple micro goals, yep. and somebody will draft it, and it might be take more green than orange bar, yeah. and it's it's mm-hmm. hard to do. Some the early ones are easy because they get you yes. into the flow of the yeah, game, yeah, yeah. but um, super great, Matt. It's that time. What do you got for us tonight? Now, I'd like to remind everybody, we are not a food podcast. We are a tabletop board game publisher. Because we're not a food podcast, I do want one last I want one last game to throw out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get Just a game. friends of the show. So, uh, Lucky Duck, and specifically Tox, buddy, had sent Dan some games he brought down. We got to play Tidal Blades, uh, Banner Edition. Banner Festival. Banner Festival, and then uh, King of Twelve. I'm not going to talk about Tidal Blades. They call it trick-taking. It's not. It's blind bidding. It's blind bidding. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, I didn't but it's super, clever. I liked it more than you. Yeah, I didn't it's super clever. like it, but everyone else did, so ignore me. But I do want to talk about King of 12. We'll, we'll go into that deeply uh, the next Yeah, yeah. Go. We'll talk about the next Geek All-Star. Yes. Yeah. But very quickly for the King of 12, it's literally like eggs and empires. Eggs and empires 
meets Vegas. And it's literally like you play a card with crazy power on it. Everyone looks around the table stunned for a second. And then you resolve all the powers and then something crazy happens. But you're counting all this on a die. So your die value is like 12. and then But Vegas style, everything cancels. So like if we play the same card, it cancels. If Adam and I both have 10s, it cancels. So everything's like flooding down. And eventually someone wins two points. And it's crazy. And you play for like half hour and, it's, it's and, good. and what's nuts is that you could have your card canceled but your die still counts right so you right. could totally not do what you wanted to do and, and then get two win. points and then based on the crazy card powers like you're all all these dice things change and then someone wins so it's one of those games where you have to go in knowing that your control is about zero but you're gonna have a pretty good time with all the craziness so, so. we started we did the usual where like the, the the joke of a lot of things is like hey you want to play this we're totally gonna destroy you but we're gonna so adam comes in and he sits down we're like adam we want you to play this adam goes like eight rounds without getting a single point yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the next round he just wins yep. and then i went legitimately two whole rounds where i didn't get a single point and then won the set the next yep. round it's just crazy how that goes but that said i recommend it if you're just it's a blast it, it, i'm not sure you can be good at it you cannot, uh, but be. it's 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 so much fun. But it's not in a bad way. And life. with a good group, oh, it's a blast. And exactly. it's got to be like a twenty dollars game because it would, yeah, and it's a, a lot of fun for like it's a small box. Great production game. too. It's like that you know the kind of Ben said like it's the beautiful white style, the negative yeah, space, the negative really space, pretty. Right. So yeah. yeah, King of Twelve. But that said, not a food podcast yet today. We brought some snacks. So you know, I was thinking last time we had a buddy con. Been a couple of years, right? It was like right after COVID started. I think we were down in Ohio. We yep. met Dan and Kirkman and some folks halfway, and we no, that was uh, we actually had one. That was that was BuddyCon one. BuddyCon two, I flew up here. Oh, you're with, right. You're with right. Halstead. BuddyCon one, like with Halstead two. Yeah, yeah. Motor City Con one was was yeah. Motor City here. Motor City Con one was here. I'm sticking with this. I'm you're not right. going to let y'all <laughs> keep calling this Buddy Con. <laughs> but the for, per, first BuddyCon predated. There was Motor a BuddyCon that predated. Yes. That was yes. Adam and I and Joe Ben's brother, whatever, and we killed like 18 boxes of little Debbies. Not planned, just because we bought a bunch. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. they were We were destroying them. So I'm like, it's almost like a tradition that she has some little Debbies at our little Motor City Con buddy con. So what I wanted to do today was I bought the peak. There's a, there's a lot of little Debbies. You will not see any strawberry here. But I bought the peak flavors. As the Joe classics. calls it, the disgusting strawberry roll. <laughs> right, exactly. So I bought, the, I bought the peak. Which is awesome. Little Debbie items, which is the Swiss cake roll, the Cosmic Brownie, the Nutty Buddy, the oatmeal cream pie and then like the their white cake sticks. Can I can I tangent for half a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're at the grocery store the other day, and Riddle keeps throwing boxes and boxes and boxes into the into the cart. I'm like, and I'm just thinking, like, I had no idea this is what it is for. And I'm like, wow, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was probably, but it was planned as well. Like, I oh, okay, that's, fair. that's that, no, totally fair. I yes. just, but now it makes sense. Now we wanted you guys to have the. Not a food podcast. I love the not. So, I was is, so excited to have not a food podcast. Is Little Debbie National? Yeah, we hmm? did look up. It is. It is yeah. okay because growing up, it's like the cheaper Hostess. Basically, it was for They're like but, a little worse than Hostess, but like half the price when you're. Growing but aren't up. didn't aren't these Hostess? Those are no. Little Debbie's. Ho- Hostess is called Ho Hos. That's a Ho Ho, but little it's a Swiss, Swiss cake, cake roll. Oh, okay, yeah. I know like Debbie's a- been around a long time, mm-hmm. so I like to call her Big Deborah. Yes. <laughs> like East Coast has like in, this- in her old age. Mrs. Freshly's. Mrs. Freshly's. Yeah, there's a lot of local versions of all this stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, Little Debbie's National. Right. That said, let's dive in. Let's do this. Mosley, you can pick first. We're going to rate these. Pick a snack, we're going to rank them at the end. So we're going to pick a snack and we're all going to eat the we're same snack. We're all going to eat the same snack and then we're going to decide. Thankfully, none of them have Vegemite on them. There is no Vegemite in this podcast. And I, I, I can almost guarantee everyone at home, 
No one's throwing up today. No. That's a guarantee. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. We've gone one episode without someone throwing That's up. Right. We, we put it to, on a wall. We, we had to restart the counter days since our last podcast where someone threw up. So there, I'm familiar with all these except for the one with the confetti Got on top. That's just, Those are the birthday cakes. Yeah, so you might see it as a Christmas tree sometimes. That's their Christmas oh, tree the as well. Snack cake. The snack it's cake. just the vanilla snack cake. Okay. So you let's pick, go. pick a snack, let's, let's do go it. with snack cake. Vanilla snack cake. All right. I'll grab this do one. this. Cross. Good, mostly. I grab forget it. that you're a germ guy. I, 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 he always says he's not a germ guy, so get is. ready for that. This is what's coming. Yeah, man, I am a, a little guy. bit. Well, sure. I try not to touch people's food if they don't want me to. So, go. what are we calling this one? The white cake? Yeah, it's like the white snack cake. It's called a birthday cake. Mm. Hey, can we just oh, do, do my favorite? The zebra one, like, too. Uh, they do the zebra, I know, zebra cakes, yes. I know that we're probably all hungry, mm-hmm. but can we just leave at least one of everything left so that I know what we're ranking at the end? Because if that's gone, I'm going to forget that I that we no, have it there. No, because Matt ate, <laughs> I may have eaten, Matt ate all the extra extras. oatmeal pie. But yeah, so this is also, it's the Christmas tree, the seasonal Christmas tree, and they do like a pumpkin version, I think. Yeah, it's I just, like the shape. It's white cake with white frosting and white icing around the edge. I don't need I, the sprinkles. I don't need the sprinkles inside the cake. So I'm, I'm going to tell you the Christmas cake is better than this. The Christmas tree. I agree with you, but I do like this a lot. It's so, the same yeah. thing. Because things shaped like something taste better than things no, not shaped no, like something. No, instead of, the hard, the, is... instead of the hard sprinkle discs, you get just a, it's like a granular sugar sprinkle. The classic green. It is a different sprinkle, and you're right. much better with what's yeah. going on on the whole cake. Can I'm, we just gather up all sprinkles and just send them to Mars? Me too. Yeah. So I with just, you. listen, I'm with you. Sprinkles. My outlier, though, is I'm a 40... Soon to be forty five year old man, and my sister still makes me a funfetti cake because it's my favorite. <laughs> fun what's Not, wrong with you? Isn't that on what's though. on top? Isn't that funfetti? Or, or are you talking but about like inside? The icing? Yeah. If she can find it, if you guys remember this, the classic was the rainbow chip, and it wasn't like the funfetti on top where you mix it in. It was baked into the icing in the cake. Mm-hmm. My favorite. But aren't those chips as opposed to like classic sprinkles? They are, but it's just delicious. It's just a vanilla cake. Right. So that white rights. cake wasn't bad. Like, I'd eat a bunch of those if it was the only snack Actually, I like it a lot, but I'm a, I'm a vanilla cake guy. Yeah. I want to go brownie. I'm giving that white cake a 6 out of 10, but I'd eat the whole box. I want to go cosmic <laughs> brownie. I want to be clear on that. Yeah, I'm, now, gonna, are we I'm pretty sure divulging? I would eat the whole box of everything we have here. Are we divulging to our listeners that you bought the frosted brownie somehow? I've never seen Yeah, so thing. it's a cosmic brownie, Christmas. but because this it's Christmas, Christmas one. there's a white frosting on it. I oh, I thought this brownie. was just going to be a little bit of... I thought this was like chocolate cake-ish. I didn't realize it was brownie. Uh, I do Ooh. not like their brownie. It's very distinct. Yeah, tastes I'm nothing never, like a brownie, hmm. but I love it. I've never liked it. I'm out of wow. Not what I expected, like to be honest. Not what I expected. My girls love the cosmic brownie. That's because you were expecting a brownie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Dude, it actually got to the point where Lily and Emma figured out that I hated these things, and so they always bought so that I would so eat them. So you don't eat them. Yeah, That's so they bought something great. I liked. They know that would help them. Matt had a roommate in college that switched to... This roommate weighed like 140 soaking wet, by the way, in college Fair. and was not concerned about calories. He switched to diet pop so that Matt wouldn't steal his pop. A fact. I might have to take back my uh, no one's going to throw up <laughs> thing. You don't like those. Those are pretty gross. You hated oh, that brownie? I, actually, you know what? I didn't. I can't say I hate the brownie because it still is yeah. relatively brownie adjacent, but not good. No, I've never liked it. You know what it tastes more like? Texas sheet cake. Remember, like, the, remember when these people used to make the old. The days? worst Texas sheet cake that's ever been made is what it tastes like. If you do that, yes. that's a no. It tastes like a bad brownie. That's a four out of ten. Maybe a three. That's a three out of ten. 
I think mean, we know what's box. losing. I, Ben's on Brownie Island. No, I don't think this is what's losing because I, like I think something else will lose. It's my wife. If favorite. I'm honest, if you badmouth oatmeal cream pie, you're walking to the airport. Yeah. So I'm. You're not getting in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not so, helping uh, you either. What this you're tastes like? On top of the Kia. <laughs> just gonna hold on to the luggage rack. I'll still. Um, so what? What this tastes like to me is uh, if you took chocolate cake, like a chocolate um, fluffy chocolate cake, mm-hmm. and you just rolled it with a rolling pin. Enough until it got to be about a quarter of an inch thick, and you just compressed it all the way down. That's what that tastes like. It doesn't really taste brownie. It tastes compressed chocolate. That's why I was going with the Texas sheet cake thing. Not that oh, is that what that is? Good okay. Texas sheet cake is is good. To Adam's point, that's why he's it's defending amazing. it. But this is bad Texas sheet cake because it's more cake than brownie. I agree with you. That said, I'm out. I, I do a little bit of water Man, in between. Yeah, I'm on Brownie Island. Yeah, I see it are. coming. <laughs> it's my wife's favorite. And so you're there with with Kelly Hill. Hey, listen, I always like Kelly. Smart woman. But I'm telling you, the one we just ate was so much worse than the white cake, yeah, which wh- wasn't great, but that was a low-quality right. item, buddy. We, we got some heavy time. hitters coming up. Let's right. Can I remind you? Not a food podcast. Not, it's not a food <laughs> podcast. Hey, that said, Dan, what are we eating next? Um, we're going to go for the, uh, the Swiss cake the roll. Swiss cake rolls. The ho-ho? Yes, yeah, yeah. the ho-hos. It's the fake ho-ho. Does Little Debbie not make a ring ding? What's that one? No, Don't that's the King Dong. Is. Oh, no. But they make a cupcake that's way worse than the Hostess version. Mm. I, love, I, mean, I, I don't know it. why I have to eat a Swiss cake roll right now to tell you I, I love it. I already know like great. thousands of these in my life. <laughs> because I really just wanted one. I could describe oh. the taste of this cold. Before, I, don't, I could roll out of bed tell what this tastes like. Before mm. he had yep. it. Wow. I didn't need to eat that because it was did, delicious. These might not be here to be able to judge. So oh. I'm just going to eat one of these. I, mean, I, I like the brownie, but it's not even the same category. as No, the Swiss cake roll so much Oh my God, it's so good. How did oh. the same company make both of those items? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when two people have like two people have a kid that's like uh, looks like Ryan Reynolds and the other kid uh-huh. looks like me. Yeah. And you're like, how did that come out of you? How did that come out of the same people? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love a Swiss So to girl. quote Joe, hey, sales on the disgusting brownie are down a little this month. <laughs> so uh, on our family vacation that we go on, which is like Ben's family, my family, and my sisters and their families, we buy like three boxes and freeze them. Because they're awesome out of the freezer. My brother-in-law, who's Ben's best friend, loves them out of the freezer. One so guy'll sneak them in the freezer, and then other guys will eat yeah. all of them. Well, like, I heard you guys. I heard you guys accusing each other of eating yeah. one. I was yes, like, is yeah. that is that wrong? Because I'm like, put a pack. If it's in that there good, I might you. want to try one. No, you, you put a pack in there for yourself, and the other guy will catch it first. You yeah. yank it out of there, frozen. Oh. Like I don't know. I thought I put it in the freezer. Right, so you're back <laughs> looking for it later when it's properly frozen. <laughs> do do you freeze? Uh, you know, you didn't put it in there. <laughs> I know. Do you freeze like chocolate bars or or things? He does. He freezes everything. I freeze chocolate in almost always, and especially thin mints as well. Oh, Those of are course, good. everyone yeah. does. That, I think everybody does that. Yeah. All right. Unless there's caramel. Short of caramel, I freeze every, all chocolate. All right. That was a seven and a half out of ten for me. I'd eat the whole box. Oh, 100%. I'm really nervous for oatmeal cream pie right now. I want to save it for last. It's my favorite. Well, you get to pick, actually, you're up, Adam. You get to pick. Oatmeal well, cream then pie I will and... save it, and we'll go Nutty Buddy. All right. Is that what these, so that's what these are called? called? I was going to say the same thing. Is that what these are called? Nutty so Buddy. peanut butter... Wafer thingy, yeah. right? Layers of peanut butter with and some, chocolate with a, with a skim coat of chocolate. Does Hostess yeah. have one of the, a version of this? I think so. Do they? They I have because I just remember seeing a lot of. There's always the pink one and the yellow one of these. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a pink one of these? Actually, surprisingly good. No. Well, I've oh. seen the really depressing box of vanilla chocolate. You're not talking about the the box of wafer cookies that we are. No, no, they, legitimately you know these right things that are different colors. 
Those always made me feel poor as a kid. But it's just basically, I think it's probably just they made me feel poor. I was poor as a kid. Did dad not get paid this week? Why are we eating wafers? Why don't we have Oreos? Why do we have the tricolor wafer cookies? No, dude, I didn't get Oreos. Dad didn't go to work, did he? didn't want you eating his cookies. They're amazing. We didn't have Oreos. We had Riddle-O's. We were Hydrox all day because they were cheaper. We were Spartan store brand. Hydrox are so bad. They are worse. I feel like this This is something that I love the Nutty Buddy. Listen to me now. 10 out of 10. I'm eating all of them. Do you have um, things that, that like when you were a kid you like didn't like? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a texture thing, but there's your new adult. You're like, why didn't I eat these? Potatoes. Potatoes. I hated potatoes as a kid because yeah. I was dumb. And, yeah. and this is this is sacrilegious, but uh, peanut butter. I didn't like peanut butter Whoa. growing up, and now I love so peanut butter. So I didn't like peanut butter in other foods. Like I hated peanut butter flavored ice cream, but I, now I like it. I like mm-hmm. all of it now, but I, I grew up not liking... Peanut butter flavored things like peanut butter cake, peanut butter icing, or ice cream, etc. Peanut butter is amazing. No, no I, I, I can't pull up the dance part. I can't full circle. Peanut butter and chocolate. The only way you can make peanut butter and chocolate better is by putting an awesome wafer in there. Mm-hmm. They nailed it, <laughs> which well, they've done. Yeah. They've done it for me. Also, and it's fantastic. Also, great frozen, legit, because the wafer doesn't freeze. Yes, very so good. So the chocolate gets cold, but the wafers don't freeze. And great. and and I'll just tell you this: like this, I, they come in packs of two. For a and reason. they're already big. Yeah, like it's already like the size of a candy bar, and they're like, let's pair it up with another one. You're gonna want two of these bad yeah, boys. Yeah, it's there's it's so much. Who's like the it's pop the, cart comedian? The fat kid value. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Like Same if your joke. fat kid value like yep. kicks in when you're talking about like how much sweets do I want? I can have one package of this tiny rotten brownie, or I could have two whole nutty buddies the size of Snicker bars. That's a win. Because when you say, hey, mom, can I have a Nutty Buddy? And she says, yes, yeah. that's the package. Exactly. Like, it's not one of the Nutty yeah, Buddies. Nutty, no one wants both. the loose you Nutty the Buddy. Package. You get the whole package. Or it's two of the uh, Swiss Kit Girls are also double. Yeah. Even as a kid with the tricolored wafer yeah. cookies, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. both Nutty Buddies. You, you know what? To 100%. Split that up. So peanut yeah. butter and chocolate's really good, but you know what's better than that? Batman and Robin. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Shout out to Draft It. False. <laughs> Greatest pairs of all time. Hey, who won that draft? No anyway? one no one mentioned the Swiss cake roll or the Nutty Buddy in the pair draft. This is oh, true. That would have been... They did not. Because yeah. Joe I know drafted I, Joe Twix. Twix. That was a phenomenal yeah. draft pick. I, I came in second. I know I was very close, but somebody had... Was, might have I won. You, you won, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I had a monster team. Yes, you did. All right, what's yeah. left? Swiss, uh, I think Calvin and Hobbs won it for me, actually. Yes, absolutely won it. In the third round, so Calvin and Hobbs. Very so good. So strong. So this is the... Going in... Here's why I love this... Not a food cop, not a food podcast bit. Going in, if you'd asked me cold, I'd have told you that oatmeal cream pie was my favorite because I love them. But it's got a lot of ground to cover to beat Nutty Buddy and Swiss Cake Roll. You think it's your favorite till it's on a plate with Swiss right. Cake Roll and Nutty right. Buddy. They're eating them all at once. So I think the word oatmeal doesn't do it justice because it tastes better than something that is named oatmeal. Yeah. You know they, what I mean? They have these with chocolate chip cookies too. There you go. And for some reason, just I never buy them. Yeah, I bought one that was kind of worse. Yeah, because the cookie wasn't very good. The thing about these is a fresh one is so much better than what we're eating right now. Yes. These are okay. They, they've seen a little bit of air. They've they've but, acclimated to the room. You mean like a homemade one? No, like a, even a fresh packaged oh, one. Oh, that's fair. So these, it's only been these like taste, an hour. They have like but, a short <laughs> half-life, you saying. No, but sometimes when you, even when you open them up, they're not as moist. Eat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and these aren't. You, that's fair. I can tell you these the big are not the best. Pie? ones. It's way better. Whoa! 
Because the like, ratio. You're talking about a 12 out of 10. You're right. Like, there's, what there's extra, we, there's what, more what, cream. What I just had, I'm not, I, look, that's an eight and a half. <laughs> that's an eight and a half out of 10. I'm eating the whole box. Okay, so what if you're keeping score, I ate the whole box of everything. <laughs> I was going to say, you ate the whole the box brownie, of six out of ten. Even the brownie. The brownie The brownie were... was a three and a half, and I ate the whole box. So I'm eating all of these because... I love I'll, you, Adam. I'll eat garbage. All right? It's just the bottom line. I had Taco Bell for lunch. There you go. Okay, so I obviously don't care what I put in my body. However, <laughs> when we started this thing, it was like, we're on a health kick. Now we're like eating all the 13 like, episodes ago. How's the, the weight loss journey, guys? All it, all it took was Vegemite to say, we're going chocolate. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so for me, uh, if I'm ranking these, and you can check my scores, yep. uh, it was Nutty Buddy, Oatmeal Cream Pie, uh, Swiss cake roll. We'll finish the finish, finish, the, finish the list. Yeah, it's got to go everything. White cake oh. then brownie. We know the answer. But... Yeah, white cake then brownie. That's okay. Yeah. I like it. Dan. Poor brownie. I'm gonna go uh, Swiss cake roll. Um, this may be an upset here. I'm a big fan of the yellow cake. Ooh. Me too. Big fan of the yellow cake. Wow. Um, then I'm going to go. So was that an official vote cake? for yellow cake or white Sec- cake number white two? Cake second. White cake. Okay. Yes. Then I'm going to go with uh, the the. What, I don't. The nutty, nutty buddy. buddy. Yes, nutty buddy. So I'm very bad. I, I just want to eat. Oh, give me that. I don't know the name of anything. No worries. Um, the nutty buddy. Then we're going to go to oatmeal. That's a close one. Those two are like yeah. very very close. Fair. And uh, originally going into this, I thought I was walking to the airport because I oatmeal would have been last. Yep. By a mile. But that brownie is so bad. Yeah. Oh, poor brownie. <laughs> it is so bad. I really like the brownie. I'm having another nutty bunny. I just finished off the other white cake one. Hey, it happens. The poor it's brownie a, I mean, tastes this is nothing just, like a brownie, listen, but whatever I, it does taste like, I, I like. I love not a shoe leather. Podcast. That's, not this, a is, podcast. this is a great thing. Go ahead. So we're basing our votes on the, the taste of today. Well, you just did. Not ate. of the taste I remember. I would agree Just that, today. Yes. Okay. Good clarification. So in that case... Though. And it would be different. Mm-hmm. Understood. But in in this case, it's Swiss cake roll, Nutty Buddy, oatmeal cream pie, white cake, and then brownie. Okay. No question. Brownies last for everyone yeah. so far. Not so far. everyone. So far. It All right. So far. But like, I will like say, oatmeal cream pie would have been number one if we were going on childhood yep. memories. Childhood. Yeah. Which lie to you, by the way? Childhood memories lie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Like, go to your elementary school playground, and it, you thought it was huge, and it's this tiny little postage stamp with a slide. Like, I thought that was a massive it's like playground. The heating and air conditioning. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't look like where you should have people play. Yes, right. that's exactly what it is. Do they still make Star Crunch? They do. I love them. That's a miss on Matt. Yeah, that's a miss. A frozen Star, like Star Crunch is amazing. Star Crunch. What is? It's like a hundred grand, but different and smash. Chewier. Oh, okay, it's a hundred grand if it was edible. Yeah, but chewier. I like hundred grams. He's wrong. <laughs> I like hundred grams. Did Matt too. tell you what I showed up at his house with uh, a couple weeks ago? No, uh, a one bar. A one. A zero. Zero. A, I'm sorry. A zero zero bar. Worst candy bar in America. <laughs> it is the worst candy bar made in America. <laughs> Actually, it it's wasn't, got its it rating right bad. on the package. Yep. It wasn't that bad because I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was the worst or the best because my well, son was like enjoying this zero. Because <laughs> my son was like, "Hey, I heard these are really good." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can't remember if Matt said they were the best or the worst." I'm like, "So let's get one." And then I came to Matt's. I was like, "Hey, we got a zero bar." He's like, "They're the worst." <laughs> and I'm like, and it wasn't actually that. And bad. the one it you was- were eating had probably been on the shelf for eight years. Discontinued. Mm-hmm. I had happy to get fun the dust off. Any of the following <laughs> to see the price. Pitching, vertigo, dizziness, tingling in extremities, loss of balance or coordination. <laughs> Slurred speech, temporary blindness, profuse sweating, or heart palpitations. 
Zero bar. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. By minutes. So Mosley, you had the you had the poor brownie last two. Yep, I did. Sorry. <sighs> All right. So can like, I get a ride like, to the airport? You're good. <laughs> One of these guys driving you. Uh, so, like you said, I I came in expecting to pick oatmeal cream pie because they are my favorite. If you ask me, cold. It is not how it played out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nutty Buddy was number one for me. Ooh. Yeah. And Preach. much like Dan, White Cake came in at a strong number two, wow. which I didn't expect. Did not see because that. I love the Swiss cake roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's shocking. That's but, blasphemous. But maybe because they were not, maybe room temperature right, right, instead right, of frozen, right? right. right? right. Like mostly I had to go off mm-hmm. today's taste. So it was Swiss cake roll. I like the oat So let me make it super clear. I liked all four. Yeah. Swiss cake roll, number three. But weren't there five items? Well, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Oatmeal cream pie number four, unexpectedly, to your point. Yeah. And then way behind. Way behind. <laughs> way like eat the whole box, not the brownies. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I'm mad that there weren't strawberry. The rolls. strawberry roll. The where disgusting strawberry the roll is better than the disgusting <laughs> brownie. Here's the deal. This disgusting strawberry roll is really good. It, it's I amazing. Like it quite a bit. I like it a lot. It would have been high finisher for me. Not the highest. Not even but I'm always like, champ, did but they just run out of frosting when they got to the disgusting strawberry good. rolls? Like everything else <laughs> yes. has frosting. So Ben, there you go. What's your ranking? Well, no, number one is clear. Nutty buddy. Just yeah. blows Absolutely. everything. I Absolutely. thought going into this that Swiss cake roll might carry the day, but just Adam, where's back your pad? To back. We should be keeping. We should, I should be, keeping, be keeping this down. But yeah. Yeah, well, Nutty right. Buddy's a clear winner. Um, Swiss cake roll outside. It got did not get second place votes out of two of y'all, but I yep. think Swiss cake roll is probably the second place winner. I, I've got it at number two. It's either that or white cake because white cake. Got you're right. No, really I, you're right. I think votes. Swiss gets two ones and a two though. Well, White Cake is about to not score many points from okay. this guy. Okay, well, but you're also it. about to throw a brownie up in the top three like it deserves no, it. No, because I'm a uh, I'm an oatmeal cream pie guy. I yep. like him. So I got I got Nutty Buddy, Swiss Cake Roll, Oatmeal Cream Pie, Brownie, which is taking a lot of Whoa, heat. Whoa, time out. You're Listen, putting brownie over White Cake? Yeah, the White Cake's not very good. Wow. <laughs> It's got those stupid sprinkles. Okay, yes. gross. Hold on, hold Listen, on, I don't like sprinkles. This guy knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Listen, the confetti brought it down. Well, that's the brownie. <laughs> that's wait, it actually. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's. I'm gonna go for my foot. It's a foot above the plate. That's not fair. Drop the nutty buddy. It's gonna do the same thing. Yes, yeah. See, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. No, but please. <laughs> You know what? I want you to drop the Swiss cake roll. Just, just to hear it, it's I want you to drop the Swiss thing. cake roll. Yeah, the Swiss cake roll is going to land soft, baby. Here we go. From a foot. Oh, oh yeah. way softer. I'm talking yes, about. way softer, but surprisingly <laughs> surprisingly higher than I, I expected. I think Swiss the brownie chipped the plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's still number four above the, the white cake with those gross and, and we're going to be done with this episode. And all of the stuff is going to be eaten, That's except true. for that last brownie. Somebody had more than one brownie, didn't they not? No, there, was, no, there were six pieces. No, Here I'm you go, good. buddy. And no, I don't need another brownie. It's not that good. <laughs> 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 we're almost done with the episode, but Adam doesn't. Uh, don't think you're going to get out of here without being stumped. Great. I was hoping not. I'm throwing you a softball, though, because oh. in celebration of the holiday season, so we're hey. recording this a week uh, before Thanksgiving, Going into the rest of the holidays. This is the biggest softball of the podcast. This is so easy. Great. Adam, I need you to give me your top three pies. Okay. Coconut cream. (laughs) (laughs) 
did you, that on purpose. That's gross. <laughs> are, you going, are you going one to three or three to one? This is one to three. That There's, was my oh You are my not God. serious. Coconut cream is How my How are we in business pie. together? I make decisions with you. You like that, that brownie. You like that brownie. <laughs> That's fair. And you're going to talk to me about coconut cream pie. Hey, Adam, that let's that make fair. decisions that impact the next 20 years of my life. Coconut, coconut cream, cream pie. <laughs> exactly. Yikes. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Yikes. Listen, Yikes. Carly, Carly loves it, too. I get it. I'm out. That's all right. I'm not even going to mention Spumoni. Just please finish. <laughs> if you say um, key lime, I'm leaving. No, no, okay, okay. I didn't. I didn't. All right. Um, but no, uh, no. I okay. So I have number one is uh, coconut cream. Number two, I'm going to go with pecan pie. Boom! High mm. five. And I'm back. Goodbye. Back and then in you the go and redeem yourself. Totally redeem yourself. So um, after that, I'm gonna go with um, boy. I re- ooh, there's so many good pies. Okay, I'm gonna go with okay. The, the, the ceiling's higher. The ceiling's higher. I'm going with cherry pie. Yeah, okay. okay. Cherry pie. It's- and, and the the cellar is real low. It is. The There's a lot of bad cherry pies out there. You're, it's a fact. And then it was it was either that or chess pie, but I love chess, chess pie is amazing. What's but boy, the ceiling great. is really uh, the ceiling's high and the floor is real low. What's I've chess never pie? had bad chess pie, but and it, mm, y'all kind of call it a sugar cream pie, but there's more butter in a chess pie. Yeah, it's like a it's weirdly heavy. It's delicious. Yeah, it's, if it's, it's butter based, pie. I'd like it's to try it because for your fantastic. birthday when Kelly made that butter cake thing, yeah, butter and it came cake. and I was like, this yes. looks so boring. And then it was like maybe the best cake I ever had. Bam! Because butter's awesome. I, I uh, this is like a category that that I miss because uh, I don't like warm fruit, and I'm not much of fruit pie person. So it just how do you feel about me. coconut cream? Uh, it's all right. Well, it's all right. Dan doesn't like coconut. No, I'm not. No, I don't oh, like. Is, so no, no, no. I don't like the texture of coconut when it's shaved so i don't oh. like that but i like the flavor of coconut like i'll have a pina colada all day long yeah but i'm not having like dan's like i don't like coconut but rum yes now rum coconut rum um, um, so i have one pie actually maybe two pies but they're basically almost the same thing the only pie that i can do is like a chocolate cream pie okay um respectable i'm with you on that one and then so you've got like a or a turtle or peanut butter like they have these re, these yeah, um like marie the colanders reese's, reese's pies yeah, absolutely yeah. so good but it's it's basically got to be like ice cream adjacent pie is what it, it kind of is so like I'll accept that's, that's kind of like what a chocolate hey, adam, cream pie is. are you answering the question or what, what i'm doing? sorry yeah. i'm sorry is that your top I'm three sorry. so dan no adam's adam's good no Dan, he did is three, that your right? top three no, yeah. three. Him, oh adam. i know was i I'm not allowed to answer no i'm not allowed to answer oh was that or did i get it wrong i thought everybody i thought everybody answered this you have to answer your top three my joke was that you're dancing like adam does sometimes oh like you're not over here oh i thought it was because Adam was only one of you by the way that was i noticed that's why he thinks of you when you're not around, hey, when you're not around, it was like, hey, me and Adam were working on a game, and he was like, burr, 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 burr. so when, I just didn't listen to a word he said. We're just going to go with what me and you thought. So I'm going to break his chair. When did, <laughs> and not apologize. When did Matt call become, him bigger than me. I'm going to tell him he's fatter than me. When, when, did, Matt become, when did Matt become Adam Sandler? That's my, <laughs> only, that's my only fake voice. <laughs> it's me. I can be okay. I'm like, I'm Carly. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't have any other fake voices. That's great. I do like it, though. You do a good job. So, of it. are you it. taking uh, chocolate cream? Yes. Then 
uh, like we'll go turtle, turtle pie. yeah, like uh, like peanut yeah. butter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, then and I guess we'll go. Third? I mean, because I have to. I again, I I stress that I will go pecan, pecan. Yeah, I like yes. pecan. Okay, yeah. Yes. Another vote for pecan. Yeah. You might hear about that. Yeah, a we will later in the show. Mosley. Mosley. Same question. Yeah. Yeah. Top okay. three pies. Um. Do I have no, to for, name for something that hasn't been named? Anything you want. Yeah. Oh, you can repeat. Nobody explain the rules can, to this There's game. no rules. Look, they can pick on me for coconut cream, but you know what? Right. It's my top one. Exactly. This is just your I just found out to get that some if someone brings us a coconut expense. cream pie, I get their parts too. Yes. Okay, so this, one, this, is, a low, this is a different drafted is what it kind of is. Yeah. It's yeah. just a way to make fun of Adam. Yep. That's the whole purpose. Pretty much that's the bit. Yeah. Well, if you didn't set yourself up so easily with coconut cream, well, the good the thing game, is there's no like pomoni cookies or no, no there's no like what is it sleepy oh, Susan? There's no sleepy Susan pie or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, the Beatles! Oh, nice callback, to Sexy Sadie. Sexy Sadie is the name of the song, not Sleepy oh, Susan. The By callback. the way, let's not lose fact. Let's not lose sight of the fact that last last night Matt. I was said Simon and Garfunkel sounded like the Beatles. He was like, "Who did that song?" And and we yeah. were like, "Mrs. Mrs. Robinson, Robinson." That's a Simon and Garfunkel song. And he's like, "I thought that was the Beatles." Because yeah. I did. No, not, he didn't just say I thought that was the Beatles. He goes, he literally looks at us and goes, "No, no, that's, that's the, the Beatles." Beatles. <laughs> right. he, he he corrected us because that's how confident we've that's all so mentioned that Matt, Matt doesn't lack yeah. that Midwestern <laughs> confidence. But he was so he was you so confident, like and I was like. Am I, wait, are we sure? And Am that's I when wrong? I got angry. I was I like, wrong? no, Dan, you're not wrong. Matt's an idiot. So that was a good moment. Fair. All right, so Mosley, Mosley. All right. three pies. Any, so, any. Okay, yeah. pecan pie is the right answer. Yes. Nice. Yep, fair. Right. Sorry, I think I hit Southern the gentleman right uh, there. And then, Matt, are you, you're in the running for taking me to the airport? I am. You're all right. You're all right. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say key lime pie. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. I actually really like key lime pie. <laughs> do you for real? I do. Yeah. I was just teasing that because coconut. Oh. Was, you know, it's, coconut okay. cream pie is amazing. Yeah, I, I like key lime pie. And then pie just legit. to make sure, I have a ride to the airport. Cherry yeah. pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't don't. Matt doesn't eat fruit. He doesn't I, eat. Fruit. I'll eat a cherry pie, but I don't. Well, I, I thought if you didn't, wouldn't take that, me. Oh, Adam, yeah, he would take you. Got yeah. it. I got you. I won't. But no, I'm just playing. Matt doesn't eat produce. He doesn't. He's got. I don't really think they were grown out of the ground. I know, Dan, I know Dan doesn't have a ride, but I want one. <laughs> right, right. Well, at least you didn't say like lettuce pie or something, you know, yes. something weird like that. So, so help me if you say rhubarb, though, I'm coming across the table. I, I am not. But true story, where Ben and I went to college at Michigan Tech, these old ladies that ran our cafeteria, they would make rhubarb pie all the yes. time. I'm like, what is this? It's because back in the day when they had to eat everything they grew, they grew just everything rhubarb. ended up in a pie because they didn't want to waste the rhubarb. But now we can waste rhubarb. That's we, where we we're at. We should good. waste it's rhubarb. It's not good at all. We should waste it. Mm. Like, what if you want a strawberry that tastes worse? <laughs> not rhubarb. a little bit worse. You want worse, a lot pie? Worse. Sure. Do you want strawberry rhubarb pie? <laughs> what else you got? What else is growing out back I could good. ruin pies with? She said, we don't want to make beets into anything, so let's just go with the rhubarb. Yeah, right. exactly. Why do you want this fake brownie that's just like chocolate cement Adam is looking for any excuse to eat the brownie I, know, I did not want that so brownie bad. I promise you you said so you would bad. eat the whole box what was your number one alright so my That's number true. one is uh, French silk pie boom yep good, good pie okay yep. beauty uh, my number two is a chocolate chip cookie pie you know when they do like the deep? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like that thing oh, that's Cookie, it's like cookies shape, and cream it's so like cookies and cream or just the chocolate chip oh, cookie oh like the Chocolate chip cookie. It's like the actual, like it's like the deep, like yeah, the, the deep, deep dish one. cookie the thing. They make it in a pie cookie. pan. Right. It's delicious. Oh, uh, like what? Do you guys have pizza in up here? 
they have like the desserts and it's just no, a pizza. No, we sure like don't. It it's a cookie. It's basically just a cookie that yeah. they rolled out. Got and it. It's hot and soft. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. You know, I, I want to go with chess because that's a great pie. And I had it for the first time it a couple is. years ago. Uh, but really, probably point number three, I'm going to go with chicken pot. <gasps> I love chicken pot pie. Did we just oh, become just, best friends? Yep. You, did you just go savory on us? I love yes, chicken pot he, pie. He just went, he just went definitely a, a drafted on us. Yep. Do you know how many vegetables are in that? I still eat it. That's how good chicken pot pie is. Mm, it's got it's peas great. and carrots. Wait, when and you can have a pea and you don't realize it's a pea, yeah, you, it's, it's a good thing. This is why we're in business, Matt. I, was, I, pre- I thought you were going to go shepherds. I there. cheat and pre-write mine <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. have to actually think about it. I had pecan, chocolate silk, and chicken pot. Wow. There That's it is. That's really good. There it is. There it is. Boom. Yep. Gentlemen, this was fun. Dan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Geek Jock Dan on Twitter or at the Geek All Stars Podcast. I won't give you the every other podcast in the world because they way too many podcasts, but but that's right it. on. Mosley, do you want people to find you? Unfortunately, you can't find me anywhere. <laughs> is, or, that, fortunately. is that fortunately? Yes. He is. Yeah. Fortunately social for you, media, whoever the listeners are, <laughs> it's fortunate for you. Social. All tens of them will be just heartbroken. So if you want to find him, find Motor City Con 2023, and he'll exactly. be there. Exactly. Wherever it's hosted, mm-hmm. maybe in North Carolina. Actually, I, I think I just exactly. want to come back here again. I want okay. to come get away. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. I'm just trying to leave, by the way. No, it's, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just trying to get out of town. Yeah. Can I come to BuddyCon 4? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that's a show. We there appreciate Dan, Chris, for coming into town. We had a great weekend. Adam, where can people find our website to go buy some swag and all that good stuff? MotorCityGameWorks.com. All right. Go buy some shirts. Go Fellas, buy shirts. that's go a show. That. See ya. Can, can I give you a... Can I give you a... Wait, wait, wait. We just did see ya. How are you going to come in after that? No, what do, do, you do got? the see again. Do the see again. No, uh, what no, do you no, got? No. All right, what do you got? No, I was going to do a post-credit thing for you. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. ready? So it's a see ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. I just do it now and I'll cut it and okay. splice it in. So I love that you have the consistency of you've got show notes and still Riddle does not look at show notes. 100%. He doesn't Boom. share the show notes. <laughs> he did it at first, knowing I would never look at them. He's never shared the show notes with me. That's part of the bit, Adam. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know going in that Adam would be part sucked into the bit, but it works. Yeah. Shoes and legs are out to get me.